I'm sorry. <laughs> BS dot show. <laughs> I couldn't resist. Man, I've I've stepped in it this morning. I'm getting all sorts of crazy comments this morning. About what? Uh, first off, the smartest woman. That w- remember, I last hour I said that I was not a very good golfer, and women for were getting to be much better golfers than men. Yes. You know my motto: whatever man can do, woman can do better. Okay. Yeah. And I said I know probably ten women who could beat me on the golf course, and her response was, four more than ten women could and would beat you on a golf course. Some would even play golf with you. <laughs> Isn't she funny? <laughs> She's funny. And then she funny. tells me. Ha ha. She says, charcuterie, I make on New Year's Eve and sometimes Super Bowl. And what's interesting is I have a couple other listeners who sent me pictures of their charcuterie boards. And I'm going like, I had no idea up until yesterday if you would said to me, hey, you know, what's charcuterie? I'd probably say, isn't that that new kid song? I'm mama, mama, I'm baby, charcuterie, charcuterie, bar, baby, you know what I'm you know, baby charcuterie, charcuterie, charcuterie. Right, you know, the baby shark song. Okay, that was bad. I'm sorry. 706. Okay. I, Shelly and I have talked about this before, and we both say that this show, to us personally, is like therapy, right? Yes. We talk about things. You and I talk back and forth. And what's interesting, Shelly will call and complain, you never talk to me anymore. I'm going like, we talk for two hours on, in the morning, Shelly. I don't talk to anybody else but you for two hours every morning, Monday through Friday, except when you and I are sick. Anyway, so we talk about things that, you know, sometimes we talk about personal things. I have a recurring problem, which is getting worse. I am having terrible nightmares. They've got creams for that. No, no, no. I have terrible. Yeah, Tony LaRusso La telling me, you know, he's got to <laughs> tell me where I could go, where I could round third and head home. No, no. Um, I have terrible <laughs> nightmares lately. <laughs> I'm sorry. You just got that. I have terrible nightmares lately, okay? And last week, I had the most bizarre nightmare where I had a nightmare within a nightmare, okay? Okay, can I describe this to you? Sure. One of the crazy, I have two basic recurring nightmares. One of which is I'm in college again, and I haven't showed up for class for three weeks. And I walk into class, and the professor is giving us a pop quiz and I have I hadn't even bought the book yet I know nothing and I'm freaked out because I'm taking this class and this is my last class I need before graduation and if I don't pass this class I don't graduate okay I have that's I have that one a lot the one I have all the time is bizarre is I'm in my car and I'm backing up and I'm backing up and I put the brake on and the car won't stop the brakes fail, and I just keep going, and I smash into things. Okay, here's here's a variation of that dream I had last Thursday or Friday morning. I can't remember which one. I'm in a parking lot. I'm backing up, and I'm actually in a parking lot that has, like, a residence behind it, and there's a garage. So, in other words, it's like some kind of a parking lot where people live behind the, where, where building I'm going to. And I'm backing up, and I hit the brakes, and the brakes don't work, and I smash into a garage and and in the garage is a and i remember this a toyota tacoma pickup truck and i hit the garage so hard that it's a brick garage made out of bricks that the bricks partially collapse on one side the door falls in and i end up not only smashing the toyota pickup truck with my tr- with my car but i also end up you know having all sorts of damage to the 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 truck by the the bricks falling on it and the garage door falling on it okay 
So I pull out and I get out and I say to myself, oh my God, this is a bad dream. And I said, I got to wake up. This is my dream. So in my dream, I wake up and my car is demolished and everything is just the way it was. So in other words, I'm dreaming that I smashed and I'm backing up. My car wouldn't stop and I'm backing up and it wouldn't stop. And I smashed into this garage, totaled this Toyota pickup truck that's in the garage, totaled the garage. I get out of my car. I say, I'm having a bad dream, and I wake myself up, and it really is what it is. So then, finally, I wake up. So I had a dream within a dream. Is that weird or what? Hello? I'm processing that. <laughs> so, so in my dream, I said, this must be a bad dream. I can't believe it. And I woke up in my dream, and I could see myself sitting up in bed. Oh, my God, it was a terrible dream. But then... I wasn't in my bed. I was in a parking lot, and I saw that my car really did smash into a garage and really did smash into a Toyota pickup truck and do all this damage. Now, this morning, I had probably the most weird, bizarre, bizarre dream that I've had in a long time, okay? Okay. And it involves radio. Okay, you ready for that? And I it, thought you sounded grumpy. And it involves Casey. okay? Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Casey used to be in the powerhouse. It did. You know, if you go on West and 40, if you come off the Poplar Street Bridge, there's this great big old smokestack, and Casey was in the building. Matter of fact, it's interesting. Casey uh, in the house. Under that smokestack, they had, I don't know if you ever told you this before, they had a conference room at the base of that smokestack. Literally in the smokestack, at the bottom of that smokestack, there was a conference room in there, okay? So I had a dream that John Beck called me up and wanted me to do some work for him at Casey. Now, he's not even there anymore. He's at a different station. And they they wanted me to run some wire, but I had to go in the basement of the building, and I had to drill a hole in the floor, and I had to run some wire through the floor for John Beck. So I get my big old, you know, my big old drill, you know, my, my hammer drill. I and got I, a big old hammer drill. <laughs> and I put on my coring bit. You know what a coring bit is? I, well, it's probably like it sounds. Well, it's a coring bit is one. It's 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 like you know like if you had like a hole saw for like wood, you yeah. you, you you drill a hole and there's like that you got like the round disc that comes out. You right. Know, you drill, right. drilling you know drilling like through a sheet of plywood. Okay. Like a Greeley hole punch. Right. So, listen to you throwing those terms around Greeley hole punch. There's hardly anybody that knows what that is, but I do. I, I know, know exactly what that, what that is. is. I used to have. As a matter of fact, I've got a set I of Greeley too. hole punches. Anyway. So I'm drilling into the floor at the studio at Casey, and I'm drilling, I'm drilling, I'm drilling, and I called up John on my phone. I said, John, how deep do you want me to drill? Oh, keep drilling. You'll find, the, you'll find where the wire goes. And I drilled down so far that I hit a gas pipe and flames shoot out at me. Okay? Wouldn't have it exploded? <laughs> I don't know. Flames shoot out of me. And I'm like freaking out, thinking to myself, oh my God, John's going to be mad at me. He's going to kick. And I swear to God, I thought this thought. He's going to kick me out of the radio business because I drilled a hole in the basement at the Casey Studios and flames came out and he's going to be mad at me. And I started looking around for stuff to throw in the hole. And I swear to God, this is a true story. It turned out that the room I'm in was a room where they stored some of their swag stuff. And I uh-huh. stuffed the hole with Casey T-shirts, and the fire went out. Okay, is Fair that enough? Is that weird or what? <laughs> I'm going like, what in the? And I woke up, and I'm going like, what was that? I just, I swear, I woke up, and I'm thinking to myself, what the hell was that? <laughs> it was like I couldn't believe, 
I thought weird stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? I do. Now, I bet you any money if we had some therapist on the show or some you know psychiatrist or some shrink or something like that, some psychologist, if Dr. Deb would hear, were here, she could tell me all sorts of crazy things about me. Do you want to call her? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I mean, you don't. No, that's so. Weird. I mean, but once again, for years and years and years, I never had. I never had any problems with my dreams. And over the last couple of weeks, it's gotten to the point where every night it's like, okay, what's going to happen tonight? And I mean, bizarre, weird stuff. Like, for example, I'm afraid of heights. Not as much as used to. I did that sort of repelling. Now, once again, I'm a former helicopter pilot who's afraid of heights. Think about that for a minute, okay? But I had a dream that I was the guy. I had this dream like two weeks ago. I was the guy that had to change the light bulb on the top of the arch. And the guy who was the park service guy, they hired my company to change that the aircraft beacon on the top of the arch. And I get up there, and the park ranger who opened up, there's a little access port on, you know, yeah. on the top of the arch where you can climb out on the top of the arch. And he said to me, hey, real men don't wear safety harnesses. Oh, so really? Just, that's what he said to me. I can still remember. He says, real men don't wear safety harnesses. Just get up on that, on that top of that arch and just change that bulb. And I, as I got up on the top of the arch, a big wind came, and I started to slide down the side of the arch. And then I woke up. Is that weird or what? Well, that's like plummeting to your death. Well, but but I and it, I was in such Which detail. Which they say. Okay. You, if you hit the bottom, right? That you actually do pass away. Well, I. You re- will. You will wake up when you're when you feel like you're falling. Okay. Well, it's just I'm going like okay. I normally don't see. Here's the weird thing for me. Normally. There's it, nothing weird about you, Brad. There's all sorts of weird things. About uh-huh. me. If when I go to bed at night. Or as I call it, go to floor. But that's a whole other story. When I go to floor at night, I usually don't wake up till you call me. And I've had that for years. I mean, I can, I, I've never had, rarely do I ever have a problem going to sleep. I mean, I don't know why. I just can. You Are know. you one of those people that can put their head down and boom, you're asleep? I, I can do that if I'm laying like on a bed or on the floor or something like that, but I can't do it like if I'm in a car or something like that. I can't like, you know, I can't like, you know, if I'm in an airport, you see those people that can like nod off in an airport. They're sitting in a chair and, you know, all of a sudden they're asleep. You know, I can't do that. I've never been able to do that. I have to be horizontal on the floor, on a bed, you know, like on outside on the ground or something like that. Um, matter of fact, I don't know if I told you this or not. Last year, I went to my secret piece of property that I bought. You know what I'm talking about? Across from, uh-huh. you know where I'm talking about? Right there off of Chutes? I do. Okay. I laid in the grass and fell asleep for about 20 minutes. Well, it's your property. You can do what you want. I'm surprised somebody didn't come over and say, are you okay? Check his breathing. Well, see, here's the thing. I was right across from the Humane Society. If it would have been a dog, they would have come up and saved me. But a human... And ah, licked your entire no, face. No, a, a human, they don't care. You know, you know, if, if you have a heart attack at the Humane Society, they go, oh, it's just a person. We don't care about him. Dog has a heart attack in the parking lot. Oh, my God. They scramble, you know, 911, and, and the, the vets come out and do CPR and the paddles and the whole bit. But a person in the parking lot, oh, they don't care. Eh, that's a person. We don't care about the people. Eh, we don't care. It's a dog. That's different. Dog, we got. We're, we'll, we'll come out there with a heart monitor. We're gonna get. The, we're gonna save that dog, right? 
pretty much. <laughs> You're not supposed to agree with that. You're supposed to say, Brad, that's BS. <laughs> um, I'm just going with it. I'm just going with the flow, buddy. The 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 Mike Otten says, Doctor Mike says the dream might have had something to do with the change in format. Might solve might solve a major problem, or it might have just been gas. Uh, <laughs> And, and the smartest woman in the world says, a dream about a hole in the floor explained. Dreaming of a hole in the ground indicated things have done that have that you have done that have gone. Hold on. I can't read the whole thing. It cut it off. Let's see what she say. Uh, oh, my God. Here's a, she wrote a book on there. To dream about a hole in the ground, floor explained. Dreaming of a hole in the ground indicated things you have done that have gone unnoticed alternatively you might be feeling as though something is missing in your life are you feeling incomplete if you fall into a hole it implies that you uh are have taken a fall and feel trapped have you tried to reach someone but dug a hole too deep for you to get out if there's a hole in your garments it symbolizes your imperfection and errors in your beliefs on the other hand you may need a new wardrobe and your unconsciousness is telling you to go out and treat yourself the floor may represent your foundation of the basis for your beliefs our support system it may represent how well you are grounded are the separations of your conscious and unconscious a dream of a floor is similar to your feet it holds you up if your foundation is strong and put together well, you have no problems. If your floor is cracked or shaking, then you are going to face some obstacles and challenges in your life. If your floor is polished and represents your unconsciousness and you do not want your con unconscious to be in control, so you manage to keep it under. I have no idea what the hell that means. I, first off, my dream was not a floor, necessarily about a floor. My dream was about drilling a hole in a floor and flames came out. Maybe that was, maybe that was the fact that I'm that close to hell. You know, I mean, to the point where I drilled a hole in the floor and the flames came out. I'm like, whoa, I'm that close. I got to be careful. You do. You need to cram for finals, buddy. And speaking of being careful, did you hear about Pinky and Stripes? What? The Supreme Court has given their law licenses back to them on a temporary basis. They're on probation for a year. Oh, really? Yeah, they don't. Isn't he running for office? Yeah, he's Is he going to wait for that to. You know, he's down. He's running for Senate. You know, there's an example of a guy. He doesn't have to work anymore. I mean, he could make so much money. He could just do the, you know, him and... They could do the circuit and write a book. Why? Well, they're just, just going to go around and talk to all the super conservatives. You know, they're, 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 probably, they're probably regular guests on Tracy Station now. They're probably on every hour. Hey, they, and they today we've got Pinky and Stripes on for... They're gonna, they start at 6 o'clock in the morning and they'll be on till midnight. And every, <laughs> any, anything you wanted to know about Pinky and Stripes... You know, quite honestly, I'm glad they got their law licenses back. I think that's... I am too. I think that's I, sad. I honestly do not think that they... I'm not going to say it. Well, Never mind. I mean, first off, they should take the NRA golf, uh, gun, gun course. They should both take, you know, the NRA gun course. course or yes, go they to, should. Go to Illinois and take the, the two-day concealed carry permit class. Because once again, she's waving that little... And I think she... If I, you get it in Illinois, does it... Do we have a reciprocity agreement? I believe that if you get it, well, see, you don't need it in Missouri anymore. So if you get an Illinois well, concealed I know carry, that, it's good. I don't know. I don't know what you know, Illinois conversations say. Do they? I don't know what Illinois. I don't know whether you know they have so many goofy laws. You know they have the Foyd law. Yeah. You know about that. You know, I mean, yeah. See, before you can buy a gun, you have to have an ID card, and now it takes a year to get an ID card. Right. So it's like That's okay. to, to gather up all of the. Uh, well. All the stuff that you need. Don't you wonder? I know you're going to get mad at me when I say this, but don't you wonder about government and how slow it works? 
I'm sorry? Don't you ever wonder about how slow government works? No, because like, I was in it for Well, maybe that's true. Years. But like, for example, when you hear this, like, you hear a court case, and the court, you know, they like, and he will be sentenced in July. Okay, why do we have to wait till July? Why can't we just say, okay, 30 years in the, in the hole, you know, see you later, bye. You know what I mean? Why do we have to wait six months? And like, for example, if you like do anything with the government, why why can't you just go online and fill out a form and bunk? Like, for example, I won't. T- well, I shouldn't talk about this, but the FCC. We just got an email recently, and this was like sort of like everybody in the in the broadcasting business was like, "What? This system we used for a long time called Cores, where we file all these forms with the FCC. They've said, hey, it's broke, and we're not going to fix it. So from now on, if you want to file a form, just send it to us with an email." I'm going like. What? <laughs> you know, are we like stepping back like 15 years where we're, we're sending I know, right? we're, we're sending forms attached to an email and that's how you file our forms with the FCC? It's like what happened? You know, you know, what happened to their computer system? And everybody, I mean there's articles in our trade publications about like, okay, what happened? What what happened to the cores and cores is CORES stands for something. You know, and it's like all of a sudden their systems bro- broke and if you want to file a form, you got to send it to us in an email with an attachment. You know, you send an email to them with the form attached. And it's like, okay, I don't get that. But once again, that's government. I don't understand it. That, you, once again, that's government. Well, but... but yeah, well, you're not meant to understand it. You're just meant to follow. But once again, it's like it's like the goofy <laughs> thing with like, like, for example, state of Missouri, the CaseNet system, okay? Back in the day, if you were Joe Citizen... And you had you wanted to file you know a, a you know a suit against somebody. You went to the courthouse. You filed your suit. Blah blah blah. Now the attorneys can do it electronically. They can file. A, they can sue you at three o'clock in the morning in their underwear, and yet you can't see what they filed. Back in the day, you could go to the courthouse and they'd send they'd give you the file and it would have every form in it, everything that's filed in that case. It was in a it was in a case. It was in a file folder. There's no file folders anymore. And if you go to the courthouse and you say, hey. This guy's suing me. I want to see that case. They go, hey, sorry, it's online. Now, the attorneys can see it, but you and I can't. You can go on CaseNet and you can see there's activity, you know, somebody sued you, stuff like that, but yet you can't see what it is. It just shows you that such and such a date, such and such a person filed this, you know, form, you know, whatever it was, and it gives like a, you know, like two words what it is, like garnishment or something like that, and bang, you can't see it. Back in the day, you could go in and look at it. And what's interesting is when they put this system, when they talked about going to the system in, in Missouri, they said, well, first tier, it's going, to be, it's going to be attorneys, and then there'll be the second tier where anybody can go online and you can open up an account and you can look at all the files. Guess what? 15 years later, can't do that. And if you ask anybody in the court system, hey, when's it going to be that average Joe can, oh, yeah, well, we don't know. We don't know. You know why they're doing that? Because they don't want you to be able to look at the files. They want you to, to, they want to make you hire an attorney. Huh. I think that's wrong. Abraham Lincoln would not like that. Abraham Lincoln? No, Abraham Lincoln, <laughs> not Abraham Lincoln. Listen to you. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist. That's a Wayne's World line. If she were a president, she'd be Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> what a great one. <laughs> Do you like Wayne's World? I'm sorry. Do you like Wayne's World? I do. You're one of the few women that does. Most women I think hate. It's hilarious. Well, most women hate Wayne's World. I know it's a whole story. I don't know. It's a guy thing. You know, it's guy humor. Seven twenty-five.